Oh, good day, Groovers. It's Harps. Craig Anthony Harper, of course. It is uh, It is life, 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 the show. Uh, it's my show, and it's your show. It's our show. It's the show where every day um, I come and do this, uh, a bit of a monologue, a bit of a soliloquy, a little bit of a sharing of thoughts and ideas and messages and an exploration of particular topics and questions. Today, I want to talk to you about... The idea of having a purpose, we all need a purpose, and sometimes that purpose will be about us, but also simultaneously having a purpose bigger than us. So so the focus of my life is not always me. And personal development, the product, personal development, the thing that gets sold books and programs and um, even podcasts, I guess, it can be very self-absorbed. It can be very, very self-focused. And when personal development doesn't really, for me anyway, when personal development doesn't really have a helping others component or serving others or showing up for others, when personal development is only about me and how I can be and what I can do for me and what I can get and what I can own and earn and build and conquer and win, which is often how it is in as a product anyway, when it doesn't have a helping others component, for me, it becomes just, I don't know, very self-centered, very self-indulgent and an egotistical process, I guess, that's really focused on the self. So uh, full disclosure, only kid, which most of you know, um, wasn't awesome at anything when I was younger, still probably not awesome at anything. I've done a few things that have worked out well, probably a bit of blood, sweat and tears, but I remember when I first um, left school and I started working and I uh, eventually opened my first business when I was 26. Actually, that's not totally true. For a moment, for a minute, for about six months, I had a, a business when I was 19, which I never talk about that much, which was called Classic Screen Printing. No, it was probably about a year. And I used to do a couple of, I worked in gyms, but I also had this little side hustle. But anyway, that's irrelevant. That was my first business, classic screen printing. I used to, I bought myself a carousel, which is a thing for printing tops. And I'm a little bit creative. So I used to design stuff, print stuff, sell stuff. But anyway, that was my first foray into business. But my first proper go at a business was um, setting up my first personal training center, which turned into two and three and then eventually four. And that became that became kind of my genesis in the commercial world, I guess. And you know, talking to people about bums and legs and calories and transformation and ideas and goals and discipline and structure and process and all of that. And my business started to work, and I started to make money, and I started to get a few accolades, and I started to get a few wins on the board. But I don't, I don't exactly know when, but I think I got to a point where I was maybe late 20s, early 30s, and I wasn't a bad person. I was still doing stuff to help people, but really the person I was helping most of the time was me. Like most of my time and energy and focus and attention was on about me, looking after me, me building a business for me, me making money for me, and me making sure I'm in shape and me, and all of that meanness. And it ain't bad. It ain't bad. But I woke up metaphorically at one stage, late, no, probably early 30s. I've spoken about this, but I had this life that from the outside looking in was amazing. 
you know, I had all of the, I had multiple businesses. I had lots of staff working for me. I was working in radio and doing lots of cool stuff. And, but everything was quite, um, everything was quite self-centered and self-indulgent. And I didn't really, I was kind of good at looking like it was all about the other person because I was working with people and helping people. But even that, you know, there there was an agenda. There was always an agenda. I sound terrible, don't I? I'm completely throwing myself under the bus here. But anyway, it's what it was. And I wasn't a bad person, but I I didn't do there wasn't a lot that I selflessly did for others. Like I pretty much got paid for everything. And even though I was I think I was a good person doing good things, it was kind of my job though, right? And I had a bit of a, I don't know, at some stage there you know, early 30s, I kind of came to a realization that although I was busy and although I was doing, you know, quite good work and I was making money and I was in a way successful, I felt somewhat and I had a bit of a moment, not a breakdown, but heading towards a breakdown because I think I wondered why I was so successful in inverted commas, but I didn't feel it. There was no real joy. There was no, you know, I, I felt somewhat mentally, emotionally, and spiritually bankrupt, What whatever spiritually means. But for me, that meant like it was almost like there was no, I don't know, there wasn't a whole lot of compassionate love or kindness. You know, I was a nice enough person, but, you know, there was not a lot of altruism going on on planet me. Now, I'm not saying that we all need to be Mother Teresa or we all need to, you know, live a life of selfless deprivation, um, you know, serving others tirelessly um, to our own detriment. I'm not saying that. But my my personal journey and my experience working with others and observing others is that we can simultaneously um, do great stuff for ourselves and build a business and brand and a career and make lots of dough and drive a nice car if we want, live in a nice house if we want. We can do all of that while also having a greater purpose, having a purpose bigger than just that and bigger than just me. So I guess early days I was all about making money. I was all about um, winning. I was all about uh, commercial growth and success in that sense. And again, nothing wrong in isolation, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. Um, but despite all of that happening in my life, there wasn't a real sense of fulfillment. And I guess I had a bit of a spiritual and emotional and psychological revolution around that time. And it wasn't any, I didn't join a cult or anything, and there were no caftans involved. But where I realized that for me, being loving and being kind and being um being the person who can serve others and empower others and help others and encourage and support others without necessarily getting anything back, anything, money, acknowledgement, approval, acceptance, a pat on the back, a trophy. When I got into that space, some amazing things started to happen for me and within me. And it might sound a little bit, I don't know what it might sound like. It might sound a bit naff. It might sound a bit warm and fuzzy and cliche and bullshitty. But I know, for me anyway, my experience is when, I, when my platform for life is as much as I can, being a flawed human, when my platform for life is love, 
and is kindness and love in all its forms, which is, you know, helping other people, serving other people, um, empowering other people to explore their potential and their possibilities. Like I, one of the things, one of the reasons I do this podcast, and yes, it's a commercial thing. It's not making any money at the moment. That's all right. One day it might, but even if it doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, I consciously decided with this show and my other show to never charge people, to never have a subscription, to never have a membership or or a, a payment gateway because I want to provide something for the world that doesn't cost you. You can come here every day and you can listen. If you hate it, you don't come back. If you like it, you come back. And for me, that that while doing something that might work commercially, it might become viable. Not sure. We'll see how we go. But I can simultaneously have something that is commercial, but also for the end user slash the listener, there is no cost. There is no hook. There's no catch. There's no agenda. There's no on-sell, up-sell. There's no, there's no sell. And I like that. I like that. And so having a purpose bigger than us, you know, serving others, being kind, you know, I was very, very good at being selfish. I gave selfishness a good crack. I always tell people I gave it a good crack, but in the middle of all of that, there was no joy for me. There was no joy for me because I was all about me. And at the same time, let me also say that being kind and being generous and loving people is not um, doesn't need to be in isolation to building a brand and business and doing great. And it also doesn't mean being that loving, kind, compassionate person with a purpose bigger than ourselves, bigger than you, bigger than me, that doesn't mean being an emotional doormat. That doesn't mean being a people pleaser. You can be kind, loving, and caring, and when necessary, you can be the person that says, fuck off. And there's a time because, and and I have said that many times in my life, I'm a good person, I'm a flawed person, I'm a work in progress person, I'm a trying hard every day and fucking up every day person. And I, sometimes I'm mildly proud of myself and sometimes I'm embarrassed of myself. But the challenge for all of us is to have a life where we're creating, I believe, where we, we are creating both internal and external success or internal and external wealth. And for me, you know, building a business and brand and doing podcasts and getting sponsors and running gyms and working in the media and writing books and selling books and training clients and all of those things that I've done over the years, I can do that stuff. Obviously, I've done it. But the bigger challenge for me has always been about that non-three-dimensional, that non-physical, that unseen world that I live in of of belief and and joy and passion and service and kindness and self-awareness and generosity and humility and all of those things. So that's that, you know, at, at the same time, building wealth in a practical sense, but also building wealth in an internal sense, like spiritual, emotional, social, perhaps, and psychological wealth. Anyway, food for thought. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. All right, Groovers, I'm not sure. I always feel like this. It's hard, you know, when you – it's not hard, shut up, harps. It's it's a challenge. Let's go with it's a challenge when you sit in a room by yourself and you bang on and eight minutes into it or ten minutes, you can't even remember what you said. And Was it good or was it – that's today's one of those days. Anyway, uh, Insecure Craig, stop. I hope you got something from it. 
um, and maybe even do something with it. So my question de jour is this, what random act of kindness can you do today? What can you do to serve someone, make someone's, not day better necessarily, but hour or minute better? What can you do? And if you can do that thing anonymously, where there's nothing in it for you, no slap on the back, no recognition, no acknowledgement, if you can do that, even better. See you next time.